Hey guys, how's it going? Matt from Foulball Productions here. Thank you so very much for joining me today. I hope that you're doing well because I'm doing phenomenally. Thank you so very much. Howdy. How are you today? This is the MF for podcast number 19. And for those of you counting at home, there's a few gaps. A few gaps in the uh, in the week there in the chronology of the MF for podcast. Uh, if you were missing it, I didn't hear from you. But if you were missing it, I do apologize. And uh, I'm here now. I'm live. We're going to talk some stuff. We're going to talk about a bunch of shit. Um, sorry I was late. Chrome just wouldn't let me. I always use Chrome to stream. And for whatever reason today, I log in there and it says, your browser doesn't support GPU capability, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what the, f- what are you talking about? So I had to like log in to StreamYard on Brave. I know you don't care about any of this. I know it's boring to hear, but I had to do it. And that's why I'm late. I'm sorry. I try to be professional with my start times because I don't like sitting in a live chat and waiting for them to start. And as a... Uh, as a dutiful YouTuber, I vow to you to almost never do that as often as I can avoid it, which is probably most of the time. I pledge that. Pledge that. Uh, Reuben Christopher Haynes Hale with his MAGA hat on. We're going to talk about that for certain. For sure, we're going to get to some MAGA stuff. But Ruben says, uh, Chrome is run by the man. Use Brave. That is currently what I'm using. Currently what I'm using. I mean, yeah, I, I guess I could. I don't know. I don't, I don't really. I, I, it's probably a better decision. And Chrome is so clunky. But Brave isn't much better. Brave is, is uh, slow and clunky, too. I, I don't really like it. Hello, Sammy boy. Hail, my handsome brother. Oh, hail, right back at you, Sammy boy. Right back at you, stud. It's good to see you. Good to see you in the chat. Lisa is here. Hail Lisa. Lisa's a hoot. I enjoy Lisa's chats. She is funny. Funny in the chat. Makes me chuckle. Makes me chuckle. It was there for another epic, another epic uh, MF for cocktail moment. Uh, MF for cocktail lounge moment with um, the, the great Pope Metallicus. That was fun. Huh? That was a fun show. Lisa was there uh, heckling and making jokes and comments the whole time. I really loved that. I thought that was a lot of fun. So how y'all doing? How y'all doing? It's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Um, past two days, I have been Austin AF. Austin AF, my brothers and sisters. Uh, last night, I went to a rock climbing gym. I've never done that before. It was super fun. If you've never done it, I recommend it. It was, uh, it was a blast. There's all these different routes up and like big mats if you fall and fall i did quite a few times once banging my shin pretty hard on one of those protrusions from the wall um but it was a really good workout and it was fun it was like being a kid you know you know when you were you were a kid you just climb a tree you didn't even really think about it you just did it uh that's what I was, it was, it's kind of reminded me of that. It was like reminiscent of just being a kid and like, and then you're also getting a good workout in. It was pretty cool. And then today I woke up and did yoga. So, uh, I guess the rumors of my homosexuality are true. <laughs> just kidding. But those are very Austin-y things to go do. Rock climb, yoga, go drink craft beer. Fucking liberals. I tell you, I tell you these progressives. <laughs> oh boy. The progressives in this city are, they seem to be ubiquitous. And I know anyone with a brain could have told me that. And everyone is not uh, empathetic to my discovery of this fact. But golly gosh, man. And it's, it's very similar to the vibe in L.A. It's, it's, it's a, a very similar climate if politics is brought up. Although, it's, I will to Austin's credit... It does not come up nearly as much as it did when I was in Los Angeles because that came up constantly and it was thrown at you and it was really annoying. Uh, here, it still comes up, but it's not as much. Uh, but when it does, it, it's, it's, just as, uh, it's just as draining. And, and this, it's, it's like everyone you meet, they're like all on the same mental team. I don't, I don't understand that. Don't people have like uh, just an instinct 
to to disagree or be different. I do. Maybe that's a maybe that's why I'm such a powerful intellectual. I will do it with the status quo, man. I fight the system. You know what I'm saying? I rebel, bruh. But I, I, I just wouldn't you get, don't you get bored? Don't you get bored just agreeing with each other? Don't you want to disagree just to mix it up? I don't know. It makes dating difficult. It makes dating very difficult because uh, all the girls around T are liberals, which is fine. I don't care. But they care if you're not. And that's where it, uh, that's where the, that's the monkey and the wrench right there. The fly and the ointment, Hans. The monkey and the wrench. Um, I'm still hopeful, but it's like everyone I meet, all these girls, they're all on the same page. They all just agree. It's really boring. It's really boring. And I would like to meet, I don't even want to meet, I don't need the girl to be conservative. It'd be cool. It'd be fucking hot if she was conservative. Um, but open-minded, kind of. Just like willing to have a discussion, you know, slightly based, slightly grounded. Uh, that'd be nice, you know, encounter one of them. If you know any, you let me know. Send them my way because I'm fucking desperate. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not really desperate. I've just um, I've just kind of taken to lying, just sort of lying or, or letting them think whatever they want to think without changing their mind. Just letting them believe I'm on their side. Oh, sure. I voted for Beto. Oh, of course I did. Of course I did that. Of course, I wanted to turn this haven of red stateness into some blue dystopic shithole. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. Let me look at the chat here for a minute. Uh, Juicy Fruit Hail Juicy Fruit says rock climbing is one letter away from cop climbing. That's accurate. That's true. That's true. Kind of. One, two. Yes, he learned. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got it. Uh, it rhymes, at least. You know, there's a, there's a similar homonym there or similar sound quality so the jokes they just write themselves rock cock means you're gay i get it i get it uh am i from california originally no i am not from california originally i am from new jersey originally i lived there till i was 20 new york city till i was 25 los angeles till i was 35 35 35 did i move here when i was two years ago yeah it did i've had two birthdays here so, yeah, Los Angeles, I was 35, and now Austin, Texas, and I just can't get enough punishment from the progressives. I just need more. Govern me harder, daddy. I don't know. I don't know. You know what it is? I like all the things progressive cities offer. I like the fact that there's, like, th I have options for rock climbing gyms. Not that there's one. There's multiple. I can, you know contrast and compare them. I like that. I like that on my way to yoga today, I can get a really good smoothie from Juiceland. I like that. I don't like the hegemony, the hegemonist thinking, the we all have the same opinions bullshit. I don't like that. But the other things, the good food, you know, the pretty girls, pretty girls in progressive cities. I guess there's pretty girls everywhere. Ah... <sighs> You take the good with the bad and what you get, the facts of life or something, however that song goes, however that song goes. Hello, green-haired anti-liberal. Hail, hi, how's it going? Mid-workday live stream. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh, I'm glad that I can help you get through work. I do think I need to embrace uh, streaming, doing more content. I've been, I don't know, existential crisis. If you've listened to this show or Vigilante and Me show or the Cocktail Lounge, I started doing all this to criticize content. Now I just find that boring. I don't care. I don't want to talk about it. So what do I talk about? Everything? I don't know. I'm not political enough to have a political channel. I'm not smart enough to talk about everything. I don't know. It's, it's a conundrum. It's a conundrum, folks. So I've been kind of reforming the ideas. I've had some ideas. I've had some kernels of some ideas that I think would be fun. Parodies. Fake commercials. I don't know. Things. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working on it behind the scenes to see what the future of Foul Ball Productions is going to be. But in the meantime, I could hang out with you lovely people and stream and stream. Uh, Lisa says, uh, yoga is not a monolith to libtards. libtards. Yoga is for higher spiritual intent. No, I agree. I was just being facetious. I was just, well, I was also, you know, you know my chat. <laughs> Any chance to jump on me uh, for that, I think they would take it. And it does kind of, I mean, it looks a little bad, you know, not bad, but it's just like, mm, okay. No, but I think yoga is very healthy. 
And I generally can't get stretches like that, uh, you know, to loosen up like my lower back or a shoulder or something like that if I don't do yoga. So yoga's dope. That's why I went, obviously. Uh, green hair and liberal. I guess we need more meetups so we can meet more like-minded people in person. I'm sure someone lives close to you in this realm. That's true. Who does? It's not Papa Cotton. Someone lives like outside the Austin area. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. There are like-minded people. I went to a meetup with uh, uh, for the YouTuber Chris Williamson, whom I really like, and lots of intellectuals there. You know, it's it's just hard to find them in the wild. But it was a really good community of people. We had some very great conversations. You knew it was genuinely a safe space uh, because they weren't going to, you know, attack you or uh, defame you for having the wrong opinion. Uh, everybody was having a really complex conversation, and it, I, I loved it. It was very fun. It was very fun. Hail, brightest day. What is good? Yo. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Um, hmm. Juicy fruit. I am a cat guy as well. Fucking A. Uh, and just got out of a 10-year relationship. Had a woman trade that. Wait. Just got out of a 10-year relationship. Had a woman trade that in. Trade that in? Wait, what? Had a woman trade that in the new age dating world? What the hell are you saying? Can you rewrite that? I am a cat guy as well and just got out of a 10-year relationship. Had a woman trade that in new age dating world. That doesn't make sense, Juicy Fruit. Either use some punctuation. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that. I don't know what you're trying to say. Am I stupid? I mean, yes. But am I? Am I dumb here? Uh, oh, thank you, Lisa. That speaks perfect content. That is genuinely kind of you. I appreciate that. That is really sweet. Appreciate you. Ruben's gonna launch a political channel. Tight, tight. Ah, talk to text. Okay, cool. God. Ah. All right, this is the last thing, and then I'm gonna get into some topics. What do you think of women in this new age of dating? I don't know. I don't know. Casual sex is like getting coffee now. It, it, it's it's just so like like this girl, and she's a nice girl. I was seeing her for a little while. I stopped seeing her because I just kind of realized I'm not that into it. She's super sweet. She didn't do anything wrong. I, I didn't either. Um, but what we we were dating, and uh, we went on what three dates uh, before we had sex. I, I took her out to dinner the first time. Uh, and then we went to, uh, this like club, I think it was Soho house. And then maybe like one other thing. And then on that third date, we, you know, she came home and we banged and, uh, she like said it, you know, it wasn't that, you know, wasn't too long. I was like, it was a week. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I'm cool to wait a week, you know, but the modern era, man, it's like, if you don't bang on the first, second date, it's weird. It's like, why are we not already having sex? Uh, cause she's in her twenties and that's, that's just the normal, that's just the norm. I don't know how you build a relationship uh, on that, quite frankly. Um, I don't know. And then I met a girl recently who I was really into, really smart. She was an engineer, but uh, I'm not like a practicing Christian. So that was a turnoff for her. So she uh, moved along, which I thought was respectable that she was upfront about it. Uh, at the rock climbing, climbing gym, ironically enough, last night it was singles night. I didn't know they did singles night at a rock climbing gym, but that's actually kind of a cool way to meet people, right? And if you want to meet a chick who's fit, like I do, that makes sense to do it at a place where people are fit. Like, oh, okay, I like that. Uh, but I didn't meet any girls there because I wasn't there for that. And it was happening on a, in a separate area of the gym. So I just I just got yoked up, dog. I just went up there like a, like a spider monkey, climbed that wall, killed the wall. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm also not like actively like targeting like my wife either. You know what I mean? Like, so that, that's kind of on me as far as like how, how much of like uh, scrutiny I'm putting into the women that I'm dating, you know? So I don't know. It's a complex conversation and quite a long one. Hello, Kai MFS. Ruben says casual sex is pointless. You need to love with passion. I don't know if it's pointless. I mean, that's a little bit of a stretch, a little bit of an exaggeration. It definitely has a point. Uh, and it's fun. It is fun. I, I, I enjoy... Uh, I've had some good, good experiences, one night stands and such like that. Short bursts that were fun. I don't regret them. They're great, um, but that's not all the time. You know, I would definitely, I definitely would like a healthy relationship with a young lady, with a gal, and we could uh, date for a while. Kai, I like to take things slow, but first date was pretty normal to get me at least a second, third base if there was mutual interest. Yeah, I don't. I mean, a little groping and stuff like that. I think is pretty fun. 
um, you know, making out. It's all exciting. Um, it, it's just we, we are just a fast culture now. We're just gen- overall the generalization. I just feel like we're a fast culture. I think we move quickly now. I mean, I had hooked up with this girl one time. It was really uncomfortable. Uh, she was fucking gorgeous too. God damn it. Um, but uh, I, she asked me to drive her home. I was like, yeah, all right. It was after an event. I was bartending. She's like, we might drive me home. I was like, yeah, sure. You know, and I had no intention on on hooking up with her, genuinely at all. And uh, so I was just gonna. I was tired. I was up really late the night before. We had a really long day, and then we had another event. I was I was beat. I was spent. And so I, I, I genuinely was not planning on hooking up with this girl, but she was so pretty. Uh, and so we, I, I drop her off, and we just like kind of hugged for like a second. And then she goes, do you want to come in and, you know, watch TV and cuddle or something like that? And I was like, I mean, in the back of my head, I'm like, no, I don't. But I don't want to. I don't want to blow it with this girl. You know what I mean? Like, I definitely would like this to move forward. So I was like, all right. So we go inside. I think she makes me a drink and then uh, I go to the bathroom and I go into her into her bedroom and she's in bed almost naked. And I was like, uh, that's not what I that's not what I think of as cuddling. And uh, the, the speed, the speed from casually dropping her off to her being naked in bed made me extremely uncomfortable. There wasn't an, an organic build. It was it, I, I, I was not comfortable with her yet. Like I didn't feel comfortable with her. So I wasn't ready to bang her, but I kind of just went along with it and eh, very mixed results. Not my best work, you know, and uh, it didn't really go anywhere after that. We were supposed to hang out another day and she kind of blew me off and it was really uncomfortable. And so, uh, yeah, that was just, uh, that was just weird. That was just a, a weird experience I had with a girl. And I was like, why, why, why the rush? What's the rush? Do we have to hook up this second? Can we make out for a little while or like you build into this or hang? I, I don't know. Like, why do we have to fuck now? Right now? It just seems too quick. I it was like, Oh, you're a fucking stranger. I don't I don't know you at all. It's really weird. Uh, Kai says, women assume all guys are dumb barbarians who just want sex. I think that had something to do with it. I really genuinely do because it, uh, it, was, it was so uncomfortably fast. I heard Andrew Santino describe a similar story. He's a comedian. Uh, and the girl was beautiful too. I don't know. Maybe that's like a beautiful girl move. I don't know. Uh, I, I think that's too – I think you need to fucking slow down. You got to slow down a little bit. Uh, Lisa says, oh, the aggressive female sucks just as bad as the aggressive male. Yeah, I just, you know, even though we're, it, it's obviously not real passion, I do want some level of connection to you, you know, to feel it while we're doing it. Ah, weird, weird experience. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, all right, let's talk some stories. Let's talk. You know what, Ruben? Go tell it on Instagram. <laughs> Shut up. All right. I love you, buddy. Um, all right. Let's talk some news stories. Uh, well, we could start with the Donald. The Donald has announced his run for presidency in 2024. Big news. Surprising news. Not to anybody. Um, it's interesting. Uh, he doesn't. I don't think he has the juice that he used to have. The Donald doesn't. Uh, I think, you know, this time last year, he probably had more influence than he does right now. You know, whatever the state of the elections genuinely is, and Lord knows on YouTube, I would never question their validity. You know that. You know that. I would never even think it. Okay, almighty algorithm. Do you understand sarcasm? I hope not. Um, But regardless, uh, a lot of Trump's endorsements didn't win. And the infighting with DeSantis looks really bad um, in general. It makes it look like the, the right is not all on the same page. They, there was a good movement there for a little while where, like, the MAGA Republicans were kind of, like, ousting the establishment Republicans, which I thought was pretty tight, pretty cool. I like that base. felt like a good movement. But I don't know. It's starting to feel... I feel like there's a lot, a lot of cracks are showing right now, and uh, I'm not entirely convinced that I'm on board. 
Uh, I don't I don't want to abandon ship. I mean, I I'll probably vote for whatever Republican they put in office. I can't imagine supporting the state of the Democratic Party right now. Like, I, I don't I don't know what. I don't know what they could possibly do to win me back at this point, man. I really don't know. Uh, Sammy Boyd says, uh, trash talking to Santos didn't help Trump's juice. No, that was a bad move, man. That was a bad move because DeSantis is probably the darling of the Republicans for very good reason. You know, he's based. He uh, did a good job through through the coup. Co- Can you say COVID yet on this fucking platform? God damn it, YouTube. Um through all that shit and uh you know just generally seems like a good dude he's military right he's former military seems like he runs his state well seems like people are really happy with it seems like a haven uh and and i know that he's been teasing a presidential run and i'm quite frankly i don't think he should i think he should stay in florida and keep fucking killing it in florida but you know, he's got his own ambitions, his own political ambitions. Uh, also, I heard that he was fundraising with, like, George W. Bush or something like that. I didn't like the sound of that. That made me uncomfortable. But I, I still think, just for the sake of the party and the sake of optics, to use a lefty-ish term, uh, there should be a more unified front, and they should all be like, no, 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 we're all good. Everything's cool. Even if it's not, like, phasing out, it should be, uh, it should be um, you know, we're all in this together, bro. Fight the fight the evil commie Dems. Even though the second we have a Republican majority, it'll just be some stupid bullshit Republican stuff. But for now, we need to fight back and take it uh, and then subversively install a libertarian government that'll pick apart all this, this oligarchy that exists. Uh, you know, that's my fantasy. That's my dream. However, what isn't a dream, what is a reality is Donald announced his presidency his or his run for presidency uh ruben says do not fall for the msm narrative i'm i'm definitely not um kai says bro trump is like smaug right now when he comes out that mountain he's gonna burn shit down lol also trump had nothing to do with the republican campaign planning that was mcconnell i don't really he doesn't i don't know it feels different i don't know i just feels like a change in the wind man I think uh, 2020, had that gone over like it should have, um, you know, I'd be singing a different tune. But now, you know, another two years, and then, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. Um, Juicy says uh, he's only 44, I assume, about DeSantis, so plenty of time. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. You know, see the big picture. But anyway, I have some of his his announcement, and I kind of wanted to play it because Trump fucking cracks me up. (laughs) <laughs> he really does. Uh, okay. And also, like, the the music. I'm proud to be in a... <laughs> he just, whoo, loves theater. Thank you very much. And on behalf of Melania, myself, and our entire family, I want to thank you all for being here tonight. It's a very special occasion at a very special place. You and all of those watching... But Jing, I love him. I miss him. Just watching this, though, I, I do enjoy. I do enjoy me some Trump. I think Trump is fucking hilarious, you know. And I always like to say, in equal parts, intentional and unintentional. You know, just just his mannerisms, I find funny. I just think he's such a character. And then when he does, you know, drops some jokes, he's uh, he's pretty funny. Uh, so I, I just kind of want to hear a little bit of this speech, and then uh, you know, move on heart and soul of this incredible movement is incredible incredible movement in the history of the world <laughs> don't you just get a kick out of of the world just the of the world like what does that indicate what does that hand movement suggest what is that is that the whole world is that what he's trying to do he but he does that all the time but he just he just fucking cracks me up dude Oh, he's just, uh, I just find him to be just so funny. Just such a character. It's very simple. It's very simple. There's very simple. Never been anything. Wait, hold on. That kind of, his whole thing is make America great again. So are we just not as great as we used to be? What? What's the, that seems like a weird thing to say, but uh, I don't, I don't look far be it for me to disagree with the Donald or say anything critical. I would never imagine, because I am a tribalist. All right. Like it. Like it. 
This great movement of ours, never been anything like it, and perhaps there will never be anything like it again. <laughs> never going to be, never, never. It's like Endgame. It's much like the Avengers, how that took years to build. And that'll never happen again. You're never going to see anything like me. It's never going to exist in the face of this earth. <laughs> I wish I had Trump's confidence. My God. God, I wish I could talk about myself the way he does, man. He's the best. <laughs> does anyone know when Ladies he announces? Ladies and gentlemen, distinguished guests and my fellow citizens. My fellow America's comeback starts right now. Ah, there we go. Thank you. 2108. Thank you, comment section on YouTube. This is a lot of speech. I don't want to listen to the whole thing, even though he is so funny. All right, let's go from the uh, the announcement. Florida, I really love it. In order to make America great and glorious again, glorious. I'm tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. That doesn't really feel... Didn't really feel all that big of a deal. That smile was even kind of like, mm, like a like a kind of a fake smile. A little, yeah, you know, I'm doing it. Mm. Okay, you know, I don't know. Am I reading into this too much? I'm just not. Uh, like I said, I'm just not convinced as much as I as I had been. But I'm buying into the mainstream media narrative, right, right, Ruben, right, Ruben. People said low energy. I can't disagree with them. You know, this whole thing is being televised. Do you all really need to be filming it? The entire event is being filmed forever. Why do you need your version of it? Your shittier, poorly framed, shaky version? It's not like this is a once-in-a-lifetime moment. Oh, shut up, Ruben. No, I'm not. It's called thinking for myself, big guy. Thank you. You're the best. You're the greatest. Put your phones down, you fucking boomers. Safety. They wanted security. They, and they understood the border better than anybody else. Oh, speaking of the border, anybody here that DeSantis, uh, not DeSantis, uh, Greg Abbott, is like invoking like military powers to stop the flood of immigrants? I thought that was pretty interesting. He's going to use the National Guard or something like that? He, he declared it like an invasion? Like Texas is being invaded? And he's going to, like, set up, like, military checkpoints and stuff like that around the around the, the border? Yo, that's an aggressive move. I support it, by the way. I think it's a great move. But damn, I feel like there's going to be some backlash on that. Uh, green-haired anti-liberal. He kept it really tame the entire speech. I think he's being more calculating for now rather than a bull in a china shop. It does seem toned down. So whether that's by design... Or by uh, by design or not, um, it's definitely the the reality. So I don't know why. I don't know if he's choosing that or if it's just what it is. Um, static. I think the low energy is appropriate for this. He's going to have to keep it chill to convince independence. Yeah, I don't know, man. We'll see. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of curious, but like I said, I'm not I'm not entirely convinced. I'm I'm open to being convinced. Uh, I don't want an infighting with the Republican Party. I mean, eventually there will just be one candidate, but I don't want like if if the Republican Party decides that Trump's not the guy and they want to run DeSantis, I feel like Trump would run independent, and then that would just ruin any chances the right would win. I think if the Republicans are smart, they will just go with Trump no matter what. Um, just because he's not going anywhere, uh, he's still got a populist kind of appeal. I don't know if he'll win, but, uh, he, you know, I think that would be the move. And if that doesn't work, you know, DeSantis in, in four years, uh, so it's a curious one. It's a curious one. Uh, independent and suburban housewives re re really, yeah, that's not a bad point there. Not a bad point. Um, let's just scroll a little bit more. Good. Destroying your family and your life. This campaign will be for you. See, that's what Trump is good at. He he doesn't he doesn't talk in platitudes. I mean, he, I get, okay, he doesn't. Um, it's, he's just not typical. 
He just talked about inflation destroying your life. That is the reality for a lot of people. Inflation is destroying a lot of people's lives. Uh, I, I work at a place, I won't say where, uh, I, but I work at a place and we had a, a, uh, like a video conference that the whole company was invited to uh, partake in. And one of the things that they said was that this particular product that we sell uh, is uh, inflation proof. It's actually something that kind of goes up in, in uh, recessions and stuff like that. And also any of the costs we incur we won't have to uh, translate to the customer until years down the line, which would just kind of be in line with natural price increase. But I guess inflation's gotten so bad, we actually just went and raised our prices anyway, uh, like last week. And I was really surprised to see that. I thought we were going to hold fast, but we didn't. Uh, so man, it's affecting everybody. It's affecting absolutely everybody. It's not going anywhere. The housing market's a nightmare. I mean, the debt, the bank, the whole thing is a, is a, is a complete shit show. And we had, what, the best economy in 40 years under this guy? So, I mean, obviously, whatever he was doing, it was working. Whether it was a coincidence or he was actually, uh, you know, making good policy, he understands economics and he understands the way the market works and he was doing a good job. Now we're in the, in the fucking shit. It was a, I heard something that was like, you know, worse inflation in like 40 or 50 years. That's what I heard. So I don't know if that's accurate, but that's what I heard. So transport prices affect everything. Absolutely. Gas does seem to be going back down. In Texas, I don't know if that's the, the nation over, but in Texas, where I live in Austin, the I see a few places where it's under $3 a gallon again, which is great. That's a good thing. I mean, it doesn't really matter for me because I drive my little uh, my little beefed up, uh, you know, go-kart, my, my smart car. It doesn't use much gas. The gas price doesn't really affect my life as much. Um, but it affects you in, in the, like the cost of transport, as Lisa brings up. So uh, diesel is still way expensive. Yeah, that's a great point. Great point, Lisa. Great point. All right, just a little bit more Trump, and then we'll move on. Help is on the way. Joe Biden has abolished America's borders. We are going to restore Good point. and secure America's borders just like we had them before, best ever. We built the wall. And now we will add to it. Now we built the wall. We completed the wall. And then we said, let's do more. And we did a lot more. And as we were doing it, we had an election that came up. And when they came in, they had three more weeks to complete the additions to the wall, which would have been great. And they said, no, no, we're not going to do that. And that's when I realized that they actually want to have this disaster known as open borders. Hard to believe, isn't it? He does seem he does seem restrained, which actually I kind of like. It's less of a circus, um, but his bombastic personality I think was what made the biggest impact with him. Um, I kind of like this version of Trump. I find it entertaining. I, I just a little bit more states statesmanly. That thing that they said he didn't do well. I kind of like it. He's still shooting from the hip a little bit, but it does seem more uh, grounded. I don't know. We will see. I will follow. The Trump run for presidency closely. I'm very curious about that. Like I said, I'm probably going to vote for whatever Republican they throw at me. Unless it's like Mitch McConnell or something like that. That would be – I'd still – that would suck. I would just go straight up independent. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Lisa says he has two years of this before the election, conserving energy. Could be. Also could be getting older. He's approaching 80. Was he 76 or something like that? He's getting up there, dude. My dad is almost 70. I could not imagine him having the energy to, to run for president. I, I don't see that happening. I don't think he could pull that off. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll see. There is an article uh, from, from uh, the New York Post that I wanted to share with you that's related to this uh, because it is, uh, it's part of the conversation. Part of the conversation. Now, this is kind of what I'm talking about, where I don't know if he's got the same juice that he used to have. I don't know if he has the same support that he did. Uh, GOP mega donors ditched Donald Trump's 2024 White House run. Uh, Washington, more and more big money bundlers. <laughs> big money bundlers is a funny word. That sounds like a some kind of a slam. Uh, you're a big money bundler. Uh, are abandoning former president's uh, bid to return to the White House in 2024 in favor of GOP rising stars like 
DeSantis. Two New York-based billionaires, metal mogul Andy Sabin and private equity CEO Stephen Schwartzman, have each spoken out against the 76-year-old Trump in recent days. Uh, I'm not going to give Trump a fucking nickel, Sabin told CNBC ahead of the 45th president's campaign launch at Mar-a-Lago on Tuesday. Uh, he contributed 120000 to Trump's unsuccessful 2020 re-election, blamed the former president for the GOP's underwhelming performance in last week's midterm elections, in which Democrats kept control of the Senate and Republicans were on track to record a bare majority in the House. At the end of the day, people stayed away because of Trump, Saban said. He endorsed candidates who were not necessarily qualified unless they had said, I love you, Donald. Now, he has been accused of that in the past, and I have seen evidence that, to me, would support he does kind of like when people say, you're right, sir. Um, He often is right, but that's not always the healthiest way to move forward. Uh, Kai disagrees. Says, my grandpa is 80 and he climbs the large hill behind his house almost every day. Well, your grandpa should run for president, Kai. I'd vote for him. I would vote for your president. I mean, your grandfather for president. Anyway, uh, I don't really want to talk about this anymore. But it does seem like maybe not, not quite the same juice. We'll see. We will see. Like I said, uh, most likely has my support, but I don't know. I don't know. Ruben thinks I'm brainwashed by the liberal media. (laughs) I disagree. Um, But uh, interesting. Interesting. Anyway, um, so have you guys been paying attention to this FTX story? That that Sam Backman Freed or whatever the hell his name is? This story, dude, has got legs. This is one of the biggest stories of the year. And I think it should be focused on more than it is. It's a really nefarious, kind of weird, very American story. So what I understand of it is uh, these guys had this giant crypto exchange, FTX, in which they were basically doing what every other bank does. Um, they take your money that represents you know, a value, uh, and then we're investing it. And, and gambling with it, essentially. And, and, and the difference with uh, a regulated bank versus this exchange is that, you know, you're insured. Uh, also, the things that they're investing in uh, generally tend to have a little bit more actual equity. They used to have a, you have a little more actual value. Uh, not to say that banks aren't corrupt. They are probably the most corrupt part of uh, American finances. Um, but, you know, even the mortgage bundling scandal of 2008 or whenever that was, uh, at least they were mortgages. <laughs> you know what I mean? At least they were actual uh, things that have a tangible value. What this guy was investing in is d- tokens, like somewhere adjacent to NFTs, somewhere in the Bitcoin realm, but essentially made up. As I understand, uh, they'd have as much value as if I had a foul ball dollar. And I'm just like, hey, it's it's valuable. And it's like, all right, I mean, it isn't. But if I had, a you know, 27 billion of your dollars to prop it up, well, it would certainly seem a lot more valuable than it actually is. Uh, so I understand that that so that's basically what he did. Then one of his competitors uh, tweeted this Chinese guy who I'm not sure I can't think of it, but he owns Binance tweeted uh, that he's dumping all of his uh, his shares or taking out all his coin or taking out all his money out of FTX, something like that, something like that effect, because he doubted its validity. He doubted the validity of the company. And then there was a, what was a bench, essentially a bank run. People are like, what? This guy doesn't think this company's solvent? Well, I'm getting my money the fuck out of there. And then it turns out that uh, the money wasn't there. A lot of people tried to get their uh, their money out of this exchange and could not. Uh, and then it turns out that all that money is sort of gone and that there was only like a billion dollars in capital when there should have been, you know, multiple billions, which is really a fascinating story in and of itself. Uh, SBF, I guess that guy, he, um, is nowhere to be found. His company operates in the Bahamas, which I understand isn't quite as nefarious as it sounds. I think it's because like crypto exchanges aren't quite legal here yet or something to that effect so it's almost like that's where he had to do it but also you know he's kind of outside of jurisdiction of all the of our regulatory agencies um and then this the plot thickens further it's not just that turns out that this guy also 
was investing uh, as a huge, huge political donor to the Democratic Party. Actually, the second largest donor to the Democratic Party behind George Soros. So if you're in the company of George Soros, <laughs> got to start questioning some of your uh, intentions and motives. Uh, and then also, like, I think his parents are like Stanford graduates or Stanford alum or something like that. Some connection with like Stanford and, and the big kind of college industry and all this like really weird water, like like money laundering kind of things that are somehow t- tied to like, because it's like then the WEF, like when this guy was on his on the rise, the WEF, WEF was really instrumental in pushing him. There's actually this like, laughably bad video where the guy where they're basically saying this guy's a billionaire but he's a good billionaire he's just gonna give his money away and that's why he needs to get rich so that he can give it away that's why he's acquiring as much wealth as he can to give it away and you're like yeah i just feel like probably not and they were uh things related to covid things related to uh ukraine and there's a lot of speculation i don't know how much of it's substantiated but there's a lot of speculation that it's a a lot of money laundering. A lot of it coming right back to the big old D party. Uh, I don't know, but it is a really compelling story to look into and to follow and see where it develops because it was fucking... I mean, do you guys remember crypto like a year ago? How big it was? It was on everyone's, you know, like, uh, you know, the Wall Street Journal said it's going to go to $100,000 a coin and everyone's trading in it and getting all excited. And now it's crashed and all these people lost billions right in the middle of this huge, like, inflation thing that's, like, completely unrelated and still, uh, still, uh, you know, happens at the same time. And then all this nefarious stuff where it's involved with uh, the Democratic Party and, Ukraine and COVID and all these things. It's pretty friggin' wild. I would say keep an eye on it. I watched a clip from um, the Lotus Eaters uh, podcast, which is, uh, what's that, Sargon? Sargon of, of Assad? I can't think of his actual name. Um, but that's like his his YouTube channel and his podcast, his show. They were talking about it. Very sharp over there. They knew exactly what was going on. It's where I got a lot of this information. Um, but, yo, keep your eyes open on that one because that is wild. That is a wild story. Uh, Hail Newbomb Turk. What is up, dog? Um, Lisa Hail says, always tip your bartender. Thank you, madam. Uh, just sold my restaurant. Thank you, COVID-19. That sucks. That sucks, Lisa. I didn't know that you were... Uh, I didn't know that you were uh, in the service industry or a restaurant owner. Um, yeah, that's why we get along with the same kind of folk. Uh but that sucks, man. I'm sorry. Sorry to hear that. I hope you got some good money for it. I hope. I uh, hope you didn't. I hope it wasn't a huge loss for you. That's too bad. I'm disappointed to hear that. That's uh, that sucks. But thank you very much for the super chat. Um, yeah, you're rad. Sorry, very sorry. Uh, Lisa, I used to buy video game tokens at the arcade. Crypto seemed to be the same. Never got into crypto. Uh, New Bomb says crypto is volata- volatile. Might as well gamble in Vegas. Sargon of Akkad, yes. Carl Benjamin, that's it. Thank you, Inferior. I couldn't think of his name. Uh, Carl Benjamin, yes. Um, yeah, New Bomb, you're not wrong, but that's because that's what it became. The idea behind crypto, I think, is a noble one and a powerful one and a strong one because it can't. Like it's not the currency can't be hacked. It can't be subject to government inflation. Like you can't just print more of it. It's impossible. There's like what twenty three million, and that's it. And they need to be mined, and eventually they will all be mined, and then that'll be that, and there will be no more crypto, and the value will be the value, uh, and that's it. So it's supposed to be decentralized. But what happened with the, all these exchanges is it essentially just became gambling, like any other stock market. Any other, uh, any other financial endeavor, it was just, you know, people bought crypto, but really they didn't. They gave this exchange money, and then that exchange bought crypto in your name, but you didn't have crypto. They did, and then they, they just used your money to do these things like invest in, you know, made-up money tokens and de- donations to the Democratic Party. But the, hey, APM, what's up, buddy? Good to see you. Good to see you, sir. Hail. But the concept of crypto, Bitcoin especially, 
I think is a good one and should survive this, hopefully, uh, and could potentially very much still be a good thing. It's, it's just the problem is centralization, power, corruption. Those are the issues. Uh, and if you allow crypto to exist in a typical banking exchange, it's just going to be the same shit that always happens. Uh, crypto can't be regulated. And I think they can kind of track you a little bit with like the um, – they can track your transactions. They can like get down through the code or the algorithm or something like that and find out what you're doing. But I don't know. I still believe in the concept. I think, I think it's a good idea. I'm certainly – not the most knowledgeable person in the world on crypto, but I do think it's a good thing. I think it should stick around because it, it's a way to be financially free uh, out from a system that doesn't really give a shit about you that will, you know, raise interest rates, destroy the housing market, and then buy up huge chunks of it. You know what I mean? You'll own nothing and you'll be happy kind of people. That's where I have a huge issue with the financial industry. And I think Bitcoin still offers the potential to free us from that, if that's even possible. Um, but uh, I don't know. But I do understand people's skepticism. I think that's by design. I think that's the point. Uh, New Bomb Turk, service industry folk are a different breed. I've done both restaurant and bar work. This is true. This is true. Mostly drunks as well. Mostly alcoholics. <laughs> uh, APM, I'm so fucking lucky I sold my crypto a while ago or I'd be in trouble. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I still bought in when it was lower than it is now. So even if I had stuck around the entire time, I really, I would, I still would have lost money because uh, I bought it at like 9000 or something like that. Um, but then I, I'm like an idiot. I sold it like fourteen because I was like, wow, nice, tidy little profit. And then it went up to like 60000 I was like, you asshole. You could have could totally used that money, especially when I moved across the country. You incur a lot of costs doing that. I could have absolutely used some of that crypto cash. But, hey, you know, you win some, you lose some. I'm certainly not – I certainly didn't go from $21 billion of value to less than $1 billion, and I'm on the run from law enforcement in the Bahamas. Certainly not in that situation. So could be worse. Could be much worse. I don't know if you ever heard that guy speak, Sam SBF. Soy, 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 soy. Also a vegan. Also that girl that's his girlfriend. Does that girl have one redeeming attractive quality? I don't even mean physically. I don't even mean physically. She's not, not what you'd call a looker at all. And I was even trying to be generous. And I still was like, ooh, no. But when she speaks, oh, my God. Let me, let me, let me just see if I can't find a, uh, a, a clip of this girl. Oh, my God. She is, uh, woof, an idiot. And and I, I, I don't see a single, I do not, I don't see, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. Is there a video of this chick? What is her name? Caroline Ellison. Caroline Ellison. This guy's worth $27 billion, and this is who he decides to date. Someone make sense of this for me. I don't get it. Um, all right. Could this story get any weirder? FT, the luxury. Do we have any? I, want, I don't know. This, this is just some guy's video. This is the girl in question. This is Caroline Ellison. This is his, this billionaire's girlfriend worth $27 billion. That's his girlfriend. Okay. All right. Maybe she has redeeming qualities I don't see in her face. When you see this woman speak, you will not come to that conclusion. <laughs> I don't feel. All right, this is just some guy talking about it, but I, I'm going to find video of this girl. Uh, here we go. No, this isn't her. Damn it, stop using. Uh, all these people using her thumbnail. Is this it? Great. Okay, cool. Now I've, I've got, I finally have some video of her talking. Maybe it's his illegitimate daughter. Conspiracy theory. Woo, 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 woo. Okay, so this is her speaking. The whole summer, for me, a lot of it was just about sort of, uh, yeah, re readjusting my expectations and uh, being open to whatever happened. I, I think like every week or so, uh, something like weirder than the previous week would happen. Uh, and I was like, okay, I was like, I just like mentally, you know, adjusted myself to, 
you know, okay, we're farming comp. Uh, and then it's like, oh, now we're farming these things that are like foods. And then now we're farming these like whatever weird like meta food things. I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. That woman was a CEO. I think she still is a CEO. And that's 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 the girl. That's the prize companion to this guy worth $27 billion. Do you get that? I don't. I don't see the connection. I I, I was I remember just like people were like beating up on our looks. I'm like, ah, oh, let me take a look, you know. Sometimes just weird girls are just kind of not everyone's cup of tea. And you're like, oh, no, 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 there's nothing, uh, nothing there. And then you hear her speak and you're like, oh, my God, you ran, co you ran a company? I know I say like a lot, but yeah, God damn. Like, 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 oof. Brutes, brutes. Kai, her human suit is, is a little loose. Yeah, I don't know. And the other thing, that SBF guy w was lauded for being incredibly uh, slick when he would present things. You know, he, he, would, he was wowing all these investment people, big money people, duped them all. And, and so I guess his communication is his strength, his strong point. And that's who he decides to partner himself up with. That girl should work at Starbucks and also would be the Starbucks employee no one likes. She's incompetent. Like, how on earth did that girl, I don't know. Maybe she's good at splits. There's, you can't be that good. There's, I don't. Unless she gives you the type of blowjob that you sucks your soul out, you know, when you just go blind with ecstasy. I, I, I can't possibly imagine what you'd see. And I, and I, I am obviously, I'm, I'm assuming here. I have no way of knowing. I don't think that's the case, though. I don't think that's the case. Uh, there, it just does not seem, but then, you know, you never know, you never know. Surprising, uh, surprising things have happened, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Fucking crazy, man. This, this story is really worth a deep dive. There's a lot of really good, uh, videos and stories on it. I, I just keep an eye on it too. It's, it's, uh, it's a big one and also attached to our current political system, you know, financial avarice and, uh, tyranny. It's a it's it's a lot, and it just keeps going and unraveling. It's a pretty uh, it's a pretty interesting one. I would say uh, definitely do not lose sight of this story. I think there's going to be a lot of um, there's going to be a lot of dirty laundry in this story, and not just at CEO. I think it's connected to the whole thing. I think it's 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 a like a, a like a like a point, you know, like in a machine where like this has got a big part in everything that's been going on for the past two three years. I think this is right there in the middle. Um, like I said, I'm really just using my own intuition. I'm not that knowledgeable about this shit, but that's just what I, that's my impression. With all the Democratic donor stuff and the uh, him disappearing and the Ukraine and COVID, WEF, all the parts are there, man. All the pieces are there. And it's kind of slowly forming of like it's coming into focus. So I don't know. I think uh, if you want to stay informed, I'd keep an eye on that one. Keep an eye on that one. Uh, APM, when does that actually happen? Very much doubt it. Yeah, no, uh, it's happened one time in my life. Once. I've gotten one lady who serviced me in such spectacular regard, and I was much younger. Uh, so, yeah, it's rare. It's fucking rare. But maybe that's it. It's so rare. It could be the quality she possesses. I don't, I don't think so, though. I don't think so. Welcome to sin and corruption. Exactly. Awesome one. Hail, by the way. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Uh, I don't have too much time today, so I will have to wrap up relatively soon. But not just yet. I'm not leaving you just yet. Uh, did you guys hear about this one? This is like a story that's going around today. I don't know if this is something that I missed or is just new re newly uh, revealed. But it's about uh, Brendan Fraser. Whom I think uh, is is kind of got that sort of uh, Keanu treatment right now, where he's just universally beloved and everybody's happy he's around and they love his his return, his comeback. He's a super, uh, you know, just kind of a darling sort of fellow. Uh, it says Brendan Fraser declares he will not participate in next year's Golden Globes after alleg after alleging he was groped in 2003 by ex Hollywood Foreign Press Association president. 
My mother didn't raise a hypocrite, he says. The 53-year-old actor announced he will not attend the Golden Globes. He alleged four years ago his career withered on the vine after he, he was groped by Philip Burke. I don't know who Philip Burke is, but he used to be the president of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. Uh, he claims he brought the matter to the Hollywood Foreign Press at the time, prompting an internal investigation that dismissed Burke's alleged sexual misconduct as a joke. Uh, Burke, 89, was ejected from uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press last year after emailing members an article calling BLM a racist hate group. Oh, wow. That kind of puts me in a conundrum here. I agree with his politics. I don't agree with his sexual assault actions. Um, yeah, that, that'll do it, for, by the way. Uh, calling BLM a racist hate group in uh, this modern era inside the entertainment industry. You are gone, buddy. Hope your bus pass is up to date because you are hightailing it out of there. Uh, now, in a new interview with GQ, Fraser declared he will not participate in the Golden Globes in January. I have more history with the Hollywood Foreign Press Association than I have respect for Hollywood Foreign Press Association, said the actor. He did continue to attend the Golden. He did. He did continue after 2003, sitting in the audience as the ceremony as recently as 2010, when Burke was president. That's a weird. That's kind of strange. He's making this big stand about it, but. Seven years, you know, re after it, while Burke was still president, and seven years after the event, he's still there. If he was just a notable absentee all that time, and now it's just coming to light, you know, that it had happened. Uh, huh. Oh, thank you, Sean. Thank you for joining, brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, my friend. More content to come, by the way, folks. I know I have not been, uh, I, don't, I don't feel I've been, uh, oh, Static 2020 gifted it. Oh, you're the man. You are the man, Static 2020. Uh, there will be more member content and stuff coming in the future. I uh, I promise. I know I've said that in the past, um, but uh, I'm going to I'm going to do better. I genuinely am. I am going to provide more for you guys because uh, I love you and I have a lot of fun doing this with you. So I want to provide value from you, for my members, for everybody. For everybody. Uh, Lisa says, I think Fraser's career went to crap after that groping allegation, so it must be true. Could be. Oh, I'm not saying the allegation is not true. I just think it's weird to say I'm not a hypocrite, and then you're shown being hypocritical in the past. I think that's a little that's a little strange. But look, I do. I think it's shitty, I, especially if like someone did that. You uh, you went to the the Hollywood. You went to like the powers that be, and they said it was a joke, no big deal. NBD. Uh, and then you're kind of like, well, that's sort of fucked up. Now, look, none of us were there. It could have been a joke. Um, I have had, I have had men grab my genitals in a comical fashion. It has happened. Uh, and sometimes it actually is kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, I don't know that he has a relationship with, with a, a man like that at that age, um, that, you know, that, I, I can't imagine they were like bros, like they were buddy pals, um, where that, that would be their relationship. Um, but could you imagine, could you imagine if, uh, I guess it would be tough, but if he did that to a woman, if he did that to a woman and it came out that it was just a joke, could you imagine the sonic boom that would be the collective reing of the internet and feminists collectively. It would darken the sky. Clouds would boom out of the way like you were doing an atomic bomb. Uh, it would be bad. I don't feel it's going to quite get that coverage. Uh, and I doubt it, dude. If he was genuinely joking, what kind of a guy would be like, you know... My feelings were hurt. It's like, all right, man. You could just, you could square it with him right there. Be like, hey, dude, I know you're joking, but don't do that. That's not cool. You don't need to go to like the powers and the, you know. And I'm sure he'd be like, oh shit, my bad. Brendan's a big dude. He's a big guy. Even if you're that powerful, you don't want your ass kicked. You know, just man to man, that's intimidating. I bet it wasn't a joke. I bet it was. I, I, I was groped relatively recently by a uh, homosexual fellow. He was kind of drunk, and, uh, you know, he grabbed my ass. And it's just kind of, I, I pushed him away off it, you know. Uh, 
because it's that's fucking gross. Don't touch me. But it's not it's not that uncommon. It, that's happened to me quite a few times. Uh, it's just sort of just sort of is just sort of is one of these realities. Uh, I'm not saying that that means you should put up with it or people should you know you make your own decisions on what what, what the lines are with you. Uh, I just know what's happened with me. I don't like it. I don't like it. That's why I pushed him off. It does feel very violating. Don't touch me if I didn't let you, motherfucker. Um, but, like, you know, I, I've I've chosen to always just deal with it man-to-man in that moment. I would I, – I, I, it would have to be extraordinarily violating for me to uh, take it to a higher power. But if the guy is super powerful and then you're like, oh, I don't want to get into it with this guy. Let me just go, you know, throw this up the flagpole. And then they're like, yeah, no, it's just a joke. It's just a joke when he molested you. He's just kidding. Just a little, you know, ribbon, little, little sarcastic humor. Uh, I think uh, that would suck. That would really suck because then you're maybe that is why he got blackballed from Hollywood. Maybe that is why he got kicked out. I don't know. But that would be unfortunate. That would really suck. And then that, that would make you feel even more violated and then powerless. Uh, yeah, that's a rough one. I don't really know. I'm speculating purely because I wasn't there. Wasn't there. Uh, APM says, people make such a big deal about this stuff. I've been grabbed so many times I can't count. Couldn't really give a shit, although uh, it's course it's better to not experience it. Yeah, that's, I mean, people shouldn't do it. And they, they, it's not cool. It's not cool to... Cause you know, you know, you know when you're supposed to, and you know when when you're allowed to, when you're not. If you just violate someone, I think that that is. Uh, I understand the criminal element to that, and I do understand like why it's wrong. Like I said, I'm not gonna press charges or do it because I would just deal with it myself. If I really thought you you crossed the line in a way that needed to be dealt with, I would just you know get a little crazy in your face, bruh, bruh. What you doing? What you do? You wanna get, you wanna get fucked up, dog? Um, but uh, but then again, you know. If you're a meeker person or if you're, you know, you're uh, intimidated or that's your, you know, I, I understand you shouldn't do that. Don't do, don't touch people when they don't let you touch them. That's very, it's gross, especially like on their sensitive bits. I had this TSA agent one time, this dude, he's like a kind of a big, big fat guy. And he was patting me down and I got a weird feeling when he started to pat and he, he patted like the um, pocket in my uh in my hoodie and then and he kept his hand there for too long and was rubbing me and i i i knocked it off like i i hit because i knew what he was doing and it was really fucking creepy and it pissed me off and i was really mad like genuinely upset about it and i i truly felt violated by that guy and and that carried with me for a long time and there was kind of like a little like ptsd that it was following it with me i felt creeped out and angry so I I do understand the other side of that. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's nothing, um, you know. Especially if there's a power thing there. It's like you know if if, if someone holds power over you, uh, it's tougher. Like if I punched out that TSA agent, I'd go to jail, go to prison. But then he get you know then he did that. So that that's where it does it does uh, hurt. You know there is a, there is a frustration there. Um, Gropers number one career choice TSA. Lol. Yeah, I mean that guy definitely did it. Like I definitely did it. So it's like I do I do understand. I, I, I do I do think there's something there, something to it. Um I don't think all the Me Too stuff is was all that. I think there are power dynamics, but there's also certain things like, well, you just made a decision you regret. That's not the same thing. You know, you could have said no and gone back to being a waitress and you didn't want to do that, so live with your decisions. Um but yeah, no, there's there's legitimate there's legitimate things here. So anyway, all that aside, uh, like I said, I don't know. I would tend to believe, based on my experience, it probably wasn't a joke. I would think most likely it it was a sexual advance, or maybe him just alpha mailing him and just taking a little bit of his manhood. I mean, that happened with what's his name, Terry Crews. Is there more alpha male in Hollywood? That guy what played college defensive end? He's a fucking giant human being very shredded and, and uh you know masculine and someone uh, did that wasn't it like in front of his wife too like grabbed his dick uh you know these might be misinterpreted jokes but I, I, I doubt it i doubt it i think there's some kind of emasculation there or some kind of uh uh aggression i don't know i don't know uh what i do know is that it is the hour is growing late and your boy foul ball, your boy Maddie's got to go to work. 
Gotta go, uh, look, City of Austin is not going to serve itself whiskey. I need to do that. Okay, the City of Austin actually probably most likely will serve itself whiskey, but I can also facilitate in that process, and it's a necessary one that is needed, okay? I provide a vital service. I am essential. I remembered what the buzzword was. I'm essential, even though that was not the case in COVID. I still think of myself as essential. I'm essential. Uh... I appreciate you all watching this uh, episode of the MFR Podcast uh, live show, which I probably will do. I probably won't do it when I have a guest because I like the one-on-one with a guest, but I really like the one-on-one with all of you. It's super fun. It's a lot easier to do this with a live chat. It's very weird to do it by yourself for an hour uh, pre-recorded. So I think moving forward, this will be live when it's not a guest. Uh, which is fun. Uh, You had fun. Thank you very much, uh, Lisa. I appreciate you. Appreciate you very much. And also, guys, don't forget uh, MFR Cocktail Lounge this Friday night. Um, As always, following up Friday Night Tights might be a short one because a buddy of mine is having a concert and he invited me to it and I want to be supportive. So I might end it early to go hang with my pal. Might hang with my pal. Uh, Kai MFS, uh, thank you for sharing and hanging out, man. Fucking A, dude. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you. You are the shit. You are the shit. Uh, still rocking that mohawk, too, which I respect, my friend. Uh, is it soy whiskey? No. No, it's made of corn, okay? All right? You can't even make whiskey out of soy, okay? So see, it shows what you know. <laughs> think you're funny? Think you're funny? Um, yeah, no, I had, I had a lot of fun. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Thank you all for hanging out with you. I thought we were buddies. I thought we were, you are, you are my buddies, E. Clay Thomason. Um, but, you know, sometimes you just got to do well. You got to help a friend. You got to support a friend in their endeavor. You know, like we support young Ripa with his comic book, you know. Uh, I think it's a terrible analogy, but you get it. You understand what I'm trying to do here, folks. Uh, soy, soy whiskey is called Siski. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's a good one. Um, Yes. Enjoy the eggnog. I shall. And thank you all for watching. I'll see you guys uh, this Friday night. Friday night. I'm for Cocktail Lounge. Be there or be somewhere else that isn't as much fun. But it won't be as much fun as the MFR Cocktail Lounge. No, it won't. All right, y'all. You have a good day. Be well. Keep up on that FTX show uh, story. It's pretty wild. Deuces. Deuces, as the kids say.